0: Once again, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling combat sports podcast anywhere in the world. It's Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. I'm your host, Sean Hubbard. What up, though? It is uh, Friday, March 18th, 2022. SmackDown coming up next. You know, we got uh, Rampage coming up next, but over the weekend, we have something really, really spectacular. I want to... Introduce my guests, but before I do, I'm going to make sure I let everybody know out there to go to Haskreya.com for all your web development and web platform needs. For all the lovers out there who are looking to get married and possibly uh, you know, spread that uh, springtime love, go to Promise Path Nuptials. My good friend, Emily, is doing some amazing things as she uh, brings you all the very best as it relates to uh, premarital counseling and all that good stuff. And She does everything from top to bottom. Make sure you reach out to her, Promise Pathuals, PromisePathNuptials.com. And always, as always, Fight TV. Make sure you go to HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com and all that good stuff. Um, we got something really special on tap for tonight. My guest is standing by. I'm not going to keep him waiting so much longer. It's a very special two-night professional wrestling uh, extravaganza. Everybody in the world's talking about it. It's, it's the only, you know, when you talk about two-night professional wrestling extravaganza, there's only one thing you could be talking about, and that's Wrestling from NWA <laughs> <laughs> Crockett Cup 2022. And I want to give a big shout out and a, and a tremendous introduction to the host of Everything Pro Wrestling. He is doing some amazing things each and every Wednesday night. He uh, does reviews of all elite wrestling dynamite on his YouTube channel. He's really, uh, he won't tell you this himself, so I will because he's a humble guy. He's killing it right now. He's the host of Everything Pro Wrestling, and I'm very proud to say a good friend of mine, uh, Conrad Cushman in the building. Welcome, my brother.
1: What's going on? I kind of spoiled my uh, my intro a little bit when I laughed, but that, that was good. That was <laughs> you like good. that. You like that. I did. Um, we always have a good time talking pro wrestling. Thank you for having me on once again, Sean. Uh, one of the best wrestling podcasts that you can go on and talk, and it's always fun to talk with you, so... Anytime you ask, I'm down to
0: be on. It's an honor and a privilege to have you, brother. Not just because you're good at what you do, but like I said, because you're a friend. This wrestling community thing has brought us together as brothers, and I certainly appreciate you on tonight and every night. So let's jump right into this thing, man. Um, a little bit of comedy to open the show. Obviously, we know WrestleMania is on the horizon. We know that. But before we get to WrestleMania, we're talking about the Crockett Cup. And before we get into the Brax Tats of this year's tournament... Um, I know you're a history buff. I'm gonna go into like some specific dates um, after I kind of let you have the ball for a second. Tell me your opinion of the old school NWA. Just, just what comes to mind when you think of NWA in the '80s? That obviously led to WCW.
1: Uh, for me, it's alternative. So I grew up in the Northeast. I'm mostly like a a WWF guy mm-hmm. in my art like that's what I grew up with that's what I love right but NWA was always something else that I could peep on another channel where it was like oh this is pretty cool who's this dude who's that guy right oh right. oh they got different oh this and then I used to have uncles and stuff and they would be like listen that NWA this is the real wrestling and I'm like what are you talking about they're like you watch that cartoon and it's all fake and I'm, I'm like fake and they would just say you need to watch WCW or NWA this is real wrestling like Barry Wyndham. and that so they got me into it a little bit i'm like oh okay so this one's real and i would watch it and i'm like mortified sometimes by some of the angles <laughs> cuz right. it's so different right it is it's, it was it provides a good alternative though and i absolutely loved it for for your ultimate warrior you got sting for the top babyface being Hogan, you got Ric Flair, who's the top heel who always carries the belt, mm-hmm. and they built around him. It, it was it was just different. That's that's how, best way I can put it. Alternative,
0: and I loved it too. You know, um, I, I we were kind of we were kind of young uh, in our very formative years when NWA was at its height. We were more in our prime, uh, our you know elementary school teenagers when WCW was at its height. But um, NWA, we were we were babies. But at the end of the day, looking back historically. It was a tremendous time of professional wrestling and and when you talk about the Crockett Cup, this most recent and uh, latest incarnation is going to take place from the Tennessee uh, Nashville Fairgrounds tomorrow night and Sunday night as well. You got to look back at the history and the lineage of this particular pay-per-view or tournament. Uh, The original Crockett Cup, first original incarnation happened back in 1986, April 19th to be exact, New Orleans, Louisiana in the Superdome. The uh, first winners of the Crockett Cup were the historically significant Road War- Road Warriors, A.K.A. the Legion of Doom. They defeated uh, Ronnie Garvin and Magnum T.A. in the finals. Um, in 1987, it expanded to a two-night tournament on April 10th and April 11th, 1987, from the Baltimore Arena. And the winners, the eventual winners, would be the Superpowers. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but uh, the Superpowers were uh, Nikita Koloff and Dusty Rhodes. They were the eventual winners. Um, April 22nd and 23rd, 1988, Greensville, uh, South Carolina, uh, the eventual uh, the eventual winners of that particular Crockett Cup would be Sting and Lex Luger defeating Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. I would have loved to have seen that live. I have taken a look back and uh, taken a look at that match. It was pretty awesome. And then it takes a, a very long hiatus, um, over 30-year hiatus. Um, from 1988 all the way until 2019, where the NWA in its current new form, uh, brought back, or I should say, I I gotta take that back, not even the NWA, Ring of Honor, if I'm not mistaken, brought it back, if I'm not mistaken. It could be like an NWA, uh, Ring of Honor collab. I
1: I think they had some different stuff in there, uh, that might have been with the Cornette time period. Yeah, Jim Cornette loves tag team wrestling. And I do feel that – in WCW had versions of tag team tournaments for belts and things like that. Mm. It, it wasn't fully gone. I just feel like the appreciation for tag team wrestling began to dwindle uh, once we got out of that golden era. Yes. I'm using the air quotes for right. hopefully era fans will remember. Right. And it kind of fizzled a little bit. You still had some good teams, but it, it, it faded out a little bit. And then the Attitude Era, you got it again, but it was much smaller still. Right. Right. there weren't as many great teams cuz you know when we grew up you had everybody you had the uh Tully arn each company had a tremendous Crazy amount of tag, tag team wrestlers yes
0: most definitely so after a, 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 over 30 year hiatus the the, the tournament uh returned and uh, the most modern day winners were villain enterprises so i'm a very big fan of those guys uh brody king and pco won that tournament and uh now we i mean after a couple year hiatus because of the pandemic we're right back to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, March 19th and March 20th exclusively on Fight TV. The NWA presents the Crockett Cup 2022. Are you excited to see the return of this historic event?
1: Yeah, the Crockett Cup is something that's uh it's been part of wrestling for a long time. You know, you're a history guy. I'm a history oh, guy yeah. when it comes oh, to yeah. pro wrestling. And uh, I think that it, it means something to a lot of people. They've even added some tag teams in here who are free agents right now. Yes. And they can make some moves. So I really think that this is um, the selling point of the show to me for what should draw you in, what brings you in for it.
0: Most definitely. Um, the historical significance is very, very big for me. And um, the old school vibe that we get every week on NWA Power that uh, that's going to lead into this awesome paper. Coming up on tomorrow night and Sunday night is is really making it you know a special deal for me because now you're looking at all these new teams like you said some old school guys as well as some free agents that are gonna make some some tremendous waves and I mean they're building this <laughs> they're building this pay per view over twenty teams two nights one winner so I mean we're we're talking about a large amount of of superstar talent I hate to use the word superstar let's call it professional wrestling. <laughs> um, that are going to be in the mix. Um, we're not going to go down the full tier of the tournament, um, not only for our benefit, but for the benefit of our listeners, because let's call it spade to spade. It's a massive field. Um, give me three teams. Give me three teams that you feel like are going to stand out and give their best effort in this tournament, and then give me a winner.
1: Oh, man. That's going to be tough. So, to me, the most... How do I want to put this? The most intriguing thing is the to be determines that are on there. Mm-hmm. There, there are some spots where it's like you, you don't know every single team. So what are you gonna do in those spots? But let's first go with the tag team that's on everybody's mind right now. They've been some hot free agents. Uh, some have said yes, I are going. Some have said, "Yo, why hasn't Tony Khan signed them?" I think they have said, why haven't Tony Khan signed Mm -hmm, us? mm -hmm. But that all has made more sense in recent news now for what he was waiting for. He was obviously not going to break the bank when he can, okay, well, I got your footage. So now you got to kind of come over here. So this is all business moves. But uh, the Briscoes are one of my favorite teams right now in this. They are, I would say, probably one of the most uh, decorated tag teams in professional wrestling today. I don't think they get enough credit for their work over the years from uh, Ring of Honor. They were they remained loyal from beginning to end. Yes. They were with Ring of Honor that entire time. And them being in the Crockett Cup, seeing them in even GCW recently, I really enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, I think that they could be a, a tag team that pulls this out and wins.
0: I, I do, too. They're actually my pick as well, so we're not going to leave a lot as far as drama. I guess we're on the same page. Um, The Briscoe brothers winning this tournament makes a lot of sense, especially with how hot they are in the free agent market. Um, Them entering this tournament not being aligned specifically with any particular organization um, and kind of running through the field. But I do want to give a little bit of a shout-out to Strictly Business. I think Adonis and Latimer are a really good team, and I think that they have the star power. First of all, let's talk about Chris Adonis for a minute. Chris Adonis has really improved. In the past few years, I mean, he's come a long way from, uh, you know, just this kind of like master lock, you know, whatever that he used to do back in the day. He's and I'm I'm not sure if that face means you disagree or agree. Talk to me. All
1: right. So. Chris Adonis is someone who I am incredibly, I've been frustrated with him, I would say, for a decade. Now. Okay, fair not, enough. Not, not with him, but how he has been treated and booked. Mm-hmm. I think his first run in WWE, he was a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Like, you brought up the Master Lock stuff. And then I thought when he came back the second time, he was putting on incredible matches on, like, the C shows. superstars and things like that and people didn't get to see them and i've been in live attendance and i'm like why is this guy not on television right he looks amazing he's got everything they want why can't we just see him do what he's gonna do and the only thing i remember from his second run was the little uh the peck jump that he was doing with the music and i'm like (laughs) that's the best thing you could have this dude do it was embarrassing almost he should be your lex luger and he was need i say at that time more talented he could do stuff in the ring he was putting on great matches and I really wish that he could have done more. Uh, Tom Latimer, he's someone who I think I really wanted to see more with. The one gimmick he had that I thought really interests me a lot was the Ascension. I wanted to see what that group could have became from its original concept. I do too. Um, and then it, it kind of morphed into something else, but I absolutely saw high hopes for him, and him being in the NWA is a great gift for them.
0: I agree. I agree, and I think that his Ascension to the main event slot um, in recent pay-per-views has been really good for him and well-deserved also. You know, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't the biggest Chris Masters fan, but, you know, seeing what he's ascended to outside of WWE as Chris Masters, excuse me, as Chris Cardona, uh, I think it's it's to be uh, respected and admired, similar to the main event guy we're going to talk about a little later on. um, Somebody who kind of overcame that glass ceiling and overcame some, I guess you can call it, lackluster booking to kind of create a path for himself outside of the the world's biggest wrestling company and now you know in nwa okay let's call a spade a spade a much smaller pond but still widely recognized as as a legitimate company And if you're its champion or in the mix for its title you you are to be respected in this industry
1: i i also think so the Briscoes were not my pick to win either for the Oh I thought I was, Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No 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 no. You said that but I'm glad yeah. you did. Okay. Because the Briscoes have to face whatever this team is in the first round. Right. And I think it might be the to be determined team who ends up winning. Whoa.
0: Okay, so let's dive into that for a couple of seconds because if that's the case, let's talk about the to be determined. Because on night one, uh, violence is forever. Uh, the Bad News Boys, the Rip City Shooters, and the Heat Seekers are going to fight their way into the number 16 seed. Is that what we're talking about right now? mm
1: mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. talking the, about that. The, the, I'm, I'm looking on the other side of the bracket. Okay, let's take a look. Uh, the Briscoes, Mark and Jay Briscoe, they are in the number 2 seed. And the number 15 seed says TBD. No, 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 they're not. They're
0: not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Unless, they, unless you're seeing something I'm missing. I, it looks like the Briscoes are going to be fighting the now. Collins and uh Dashalus in the first round.
1: Did they change the brackets? I
0: believe so. I, the, the 15th seed has been established.
1: I'm looking at this oh, right now. <laughs> the so, fifth, it okay, looks so like the 15th the- seed
0: has been established according to what I'm looking at.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. So, so there is no more guessing who's in this, then, right? Well, there
0: is, there is. That's what I was just talking about. And I, you know, it sucks that we, um, that obviously we got some different information. But I, I want to say I'm relatively confident that the now is in the tournament in that slot you were talking about. But the rebellion or La Rebellion is going to uh, fight a team that they don't know who they're going to fight that on night one. Um, As I said, violence is forever. The Bad News Boys, Rip City Shooters, and the Heat Seekers are going to fight for that number 16.
1: Okay. Okay. My, my, all right, so my fantasy booking mind is hurt, Uh, man. I will be taking back my, uh, my to be determined prediction. Okay. No offense to all those teams that I've just heard. Watch out, watch out for
0: the Heat Seekers. Watch out for the Heat Seekers. Russell and Sigmund are legit, but, you know, I don't think they'll win the tournament.
1: Now, now I'm looking this over again. I do like, I do like OGK. I think they don't get enough credit. Facts, facts. Um, so I'm looking at this. I and, don't see any sexy boys doing it. Mims. I the, like the name. Look out for Mims and the Pope too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. A, I love the Pope, bro. Me Pope too. never got his break he deserved in TNA. He did. He did. Um, and in WWE.
0: Well, oh, please. Uh, my close. my
1: brother loved Elijah Burke. He loves all these like weird people. And I always have to bring it up that my brother just absolutely loved him. That's what's up. Uh, Elijah um, Burke was good, but he wasn't as good as the Pope. Facts. Mm-hmm. So I, okay, I see your Briscoe's making it to the end. I do, I do. But I'm trying to see from the other side who could win this. I'm, could thinking, strictly, I'm thinking strictly, strictly business, business,
0: and I'm and I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the Pope and Mims. and also. Um, also, I'm looking at a couple of other teams as well.
1: The briskles are I, the I obvious favorite this. though. Yeah. I, I, I will say this. I'm gonna so I'm going to agree with you now. Everybody's probably like, what is happening? So my I'll fantasy book this. But they win. The Bristols are gonna win, but I still think the team who I thought was gonna show up shows up. I think FTR could show up at this show and they are going to put a beat down on them after they've ran through a whole gamut of people. And FTR is like, yeah, you were talking that stuff. What's going on now, boys? And they put a quick beat down, get chased out by security, and this will go okay. to a match. Where it happens, though, nobody knows. Is it a dynamite? Is it double or nothing? Is it going to be on the new ring of honor? We don't know, and that's the beauty of it.
0: Okay, so your bold prediction, and actually pretty good one, is that FTR shows up.
1: And ruffle some feathers in NWA. Listen, listen, Sean. If anyone screams NWA, this is why I thought they would be the to be determined. They look like this.
0: That's how they look. They look just like Tully and Arn. Well, I don't know if you watched Dynamite last night. I did uh, see. What's I didn't see that coming. That was kind of seemed like kind of a thrown together storyline.
1: I feel like they they're doing some shuffling of a lot of the factions and switching things up a little bit. No, I gotta because I think some changes are coming to their roster.
0: I think I think you're smart and I think you know ninety percent of what you're talking about, but I think you're wrong. I think this is strictly like maybe Tully just Tully wants to go home because there was no that didn't it didn't make any sense. Like it can't. There's
1: been no ruffling of feathers with those guys. Someone someone else is missing doing something now since uh, his guy left him. Okay, fair enough. Cody. Fair enough. I know what So you're maybe about. this is a switch to double-A. I see some people trying to fantasy book Brett as their manager, but I don't see the hitman coming.
0: Yeah, I don't think so, even though we all know that they have an affection for Brett Hart. But...
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Wow. Okay, so FTR shakes things up, and I say the Briscoes. Okay, so we're both right. The Briscoes win, Okay. and then FTR kind of uh, puts them on their back as the show comes to a close. Just
1: fantasy booking. All right, that's all what's right. up. Iron chair bucket. That's it. I That's like what it. I want
0: to see. I like it. If it comes true, they better pay us. So let's get into night two. So uh, that massive, massive 16 seed tournament takes place on night one. And then we're right back on Sunday night for night two. I was about to say for the main event, but the Crockett Cup is historic. We're going to give it some respect. That's a main event all to itself. But then we go into. Um, A different realm of NWA which is the more traditional singles match and regular match kind of deal and there's so many titles on it matter of fact it looks like the entire card is like stacked with championship gold on the line throughout the entire night. NWA is really putting all its uh, figurative chips to the middle of the table and, and rolling those dice and saying "Hey, let's get this thing done. So Let's get right into it. Um, By this point in the weekend, we would have had a new Crockett Cup champion. They'll probably talk about that to start the show, and they're going to probably get into all the other details. And then we're going to get into the match card. So um, the NWA Women's Tag Team Championship is on the line. Uh, Kay and Bell are going to be going up against Pretty Empowered. And um, I like—I've had to do some research. I'm not going to lie to you. I had to do some research on Pretty Empowered, but they are really impressive. I am not sure who comes out on top. I'm, I'm thinking the champions retain, but I wouldn't be surprised if Pretty Empowered walked out with the gold. But I will say that the Hex get it
1: done. What what say you? I, I agree. I think the Hex are kind of the the real legit tag team. I think right now women's tag team wrestling is feeling kind of uh, weak from a mainstream perspective, right. if that's fair to say. Right. We've seen, we've seen some good matches this year, don't get me wrong, but I think that NWA is trying to establish that their champs and their division is the best for this. So I think you keep the championships on the ladies you've been rocking with this whole time. Facts. Make them someone to beat. Um, Kay and Marty are really
0: impressive. Um, shout out to Marty Bell. I'm trying to get you on my show. Shout, holler at me, Marty. Appreciate you. Um, I'm going to get her on the show. She, she's pretty dope. Um, she responded to me one time, but she she said she couldn't do it at the time. I was like, six months ago, so I gotta try and reach out to her again. Um, so yeah, we both agree that the Hex retain the tag team championship in the women's division. Then we move on to uh, the NWA national championship. Some call it the US Championship, but historically it has been and now continues to be called the national heavyweight title in the National Wrestling Alliance. And that's uh champion Anthony Mayweather going up against Jax Dane. I actually think Dane wins the title. Um, I think he's been on a little bit of a run coming into this title shot and I feel like it, it's, it's kind of his time. Mayweather's had a good run, but at the same time, Mayweather, I think, I think Mayweather's going to be a little bit of a, I don't want to say a transitional champion, but I think he's going to be the guy that kind of set this thing, thing up for Dane. Cause I think Dane is going to walk into a lot of success with that belt around his waist. So I say Dane wins. What do you think?
1: Hmm. This is a tough one to pick because I feel like you can go either way um, for this one. You know what? I'm going to say we get a retain
0: okay. just because I have
1: no reason, no bias. I I just, I've got nothing. But I, I just think they'll go that route just to keep the belt on. But like I said, I could see a, a title change happening sooner than later.
0: Okay. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. Fair enough. All right. So now we're moving on to uh, the NWA World TV title, one of my favorite championships historically in the history of the business. One Of my favorite wrestlers ever, uh, in the last at least in the last 10 years, Rodney Mack will be challenging Tyrus. Um, Funk is on the wall. Uh, <laughs> That's foul. Yeah, That's
1: what foul. I didn't,
0: I didn't, what did I do? I didn't, was that was that worse than the WrestleMania uh rib earlier, or was this worse?
1: That was this worse. This was worse, oh, okay. Was I'm
0: just having some fun tonight, man. But Tyrus, and by the way, big shout out to Tyrus. I know I've just made a little um you know, uh Funkasaurus reference, but Tyrus has really turned it around. And, you know, he, first of all, let's let's talk about the Funkasaurus for two seconds. He made that work. So it wasn't like it was a flop. There was a, a six month stretch where it was really popping. So it's not like that was a failure. Um, it got a little corny at the end, but you know, it, it ran its course. You know, he's a news correspondent. He's all over the place and he's also the NWA world TV champion and he's done very well.
1: Um, I'm gonna right let the you fact that I always like to bring up with him real quick mm-hmm. if I can interject. Sure. Did you know that his it was his idea, a lot of people say for the Hall of Paint? He wanted to do that and brought it to Creative's idea and they said that was a good idea, but Mark Henry had it and he's always been asked like are you upset that they took your idea? And he was like, No, Mark made it work for him, that's that's on him.
0: That's interesting.
1: It was, it was my idea
0: though. That's interesting. Well it's funny you were gonna talk because I wanted you to take the lead. I want you to make the prediction first. Um Rodney Mack, I think, is really, really cool. I think he's kinda of like the modern day Bad News Brown. Um, with a little bit of swag on him. And then Tyrus obviously the Funkasaurus history, but has re, you know, reinvented himself and really made a name for himself in the NWA. Who do you think walks out with the
1: title? Oh man, this is tough because I thought Tyrus was going to uh be defeated at the last pay per view that they had. Right. I don't know why, I was like, nah, Tyrus can't retain, but he did. And here we are now where he's facing Rodney Mack. And I don't see Mack becoming champion here. Um, uh, Unless there's some great build-up to, like, Rodney has to win this, and I don't feel that here. Uh, I'm going to say Tyrus retains.
0: Okay, okay. I'm going to actually agree with you on that, only because I just feel like they have a lot invested in Tyrus right now. And I feel like Tyrus' crossover mainstream... um, marketability has really made him endeared him to to the powers that be in the nwa which i think will lead to him being a a much longer reigning tv champion he's already had the belt for a while but i think he'll continue to hold on to it for for quite some time so yeah um i think that tyrus retains i agree with you so now we're moving on to one of my favorite matches of the evening i'm really excited about it I, i think this women's championship match could actually steal the show before we get into um camille and and Chelsea green I want to talk about Ray for a second we all know the the controversial exit enter and then exit into a, uh, AEW. that it really was a short amount of time where she kind of like flirted with aew and it just never worked out and or whatever the case may be she was gone quickly and then you know her time independently and now she is under contract with NWA but I feel like Kylie Ray was really hot, and I don't mean that chauvinistically, I mean hot in the industry. Um and and her her star kinda dimmed, if that makes any sense. Like she was one of the highest, most talked about female competitors in the industry in 2019, 2018, and then you know, just I mean, the NWA is clearly, you know, not on the same level as AEW. But the Camilles and the Chelsea Greens of the world are still talked about favorably among top 25 female wrestlers in the world. Kylie Ray was top 10. I, I, I'd argue to say Kylie Ray was top 10, at least in popularity, for a short amount of time. And then fell off. What do you attribute to Kylie Ray's almost fall from grace? I mean, I, I don't say that to be disrespectful, but it kind of is what it is.
1: No, you you bring up a great point. I think uh, I've had private conversations with Rob from my show about this, mm-hmm. and we we get pretty Big shout out to Rob. It. Yeah, shout out to Rob. Um, he was who I was actually looking at before. If you saw my eyes peer over for oh, a second, okay. I was That's what like, "What are you doing here?" That's
0: <laughs> what's up. Okay.
1: Um. So when we look at Kylie Ray, you bring up AEW.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That one fool me once, it could happen to anybody.
0: Right? I agree. I agree. But then
1: she went to Impact, right? And it happened again. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder: Is Kylie Ray afraid of the big moment? Because it was right before a championship match, right? It what What's the issue here? What's going on? And I think what it's done now is made people hesitant towards her. Okay. Like at the end of the day. I know it's usually for personal reasons that aren't said for why she's out. I don't know what mm-hmm. the reasons are, and I hope that she's good and right. everything's fine and mm-hmm. things are fixed. But from a business perspective, somebody is not going to want to bring you in if you haven't been reliable every single time. Agreed. So, and and that's also understandable. I get that as well. So I think Kylie's in this kind of uh, redemption story. And she could use the NWA to build off of that. I'm gonna try and flip this into a positive a yeah. little bit. She can make the NWA women's division one of the best divisions and make it built around her if she puts all her potential into it and gives it her all. But that's up to Kylie if she wants to do that.
0: I I feel bad for her, honestly. Like, I mean, she's still a, a viable female competitor in this industry, but like I just I just can't get it out of my mind how hot she is. Like, she was top tier. And again, I want to make sure for all the benefit of everybody listening, whether it's um, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly or, or, you know, secondarily, you know, obviously, we all know that, that your show is popping. Anybody who's watching through the, um, you know, BW, um you know, facets of it, maybe listening. Well, I don't want anybody to think I'm being, you know, chauvinistic about hotness. I'm not talking about the way she looks. I'm talking about her hotness in the industry. I just want to be clear about that. Kylie Rae was hot, and now
1: she's not?
0: She I'm saying cooled, that with a question mark? She has cooled down
1: tremendously. Okay, okay. So. No, she has cooled down tremendously. She's kind of went down the ladder of of what has happened with, like I said, it happened once, it happened twice, and then I think Billy just was like, I'll take a chance on you. Why right, not? Absolutely.
0: And that's what's up. Why so- not?
1: And, and, and Billy had uh, a, a different roster, too. I think Billy NWA was one of the most affected um, people by the pandemic. It, a lot of people don't talk about that. Look at all the talent that they had who eventually went to, uh, you name the place, WWE possibly, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who went to AEW. They had Eddie Kingston at one point. Yes, like, they Eddie did. Kingston was selling. Him and yes, Homicide as a tag team, they were selling me on some great matches and feuds and everything they were doing. And they a lot of his talent got scooped up and he had to kind of start over again. So he's trying to rebuild everything back up.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Well, let's get into the match. Chelsea Green, obviously Chelsea Green is popping right now. Her first of all, she's earned it. She's earned it. It's not like she's just kind of like stumbled her way, you know, walking next to Matt Cardona, but we all know that Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green are an item, but more so than that, they're just they're becoming a power couple in the they're definitely the power couple of the Indies, and they are really doing their thing right now. But Chelsea Green's in this match, and in my opinion, I don't know because I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Cargill, Camille, possibly the most dominant female champion in the industry. I like Cargill a lot. I like that's why I'm hesitant to say that. But Camille is awesome. I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one. This is a toss up for me.
1: Camille is top tier. That would be a yeah. good battle, actually. Oh, said. Like that's a fantasy matchup. Woo! That that would be some fire right there. I mean, imagine um,
0: imagine Camille versus uh, Cargill for 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 fifty and 0.
1: Oh yeah, and I'm <sighs> and I'm gonna need that ravishing Rick Root segment where they before they have the match, they gotta have the the pose down. With Hell yeah, the ring yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yes, your mouth to God's ears, bro. <laughs> um. So this should be interesting. Camille has been dominant, and the question is, who's the one? It's Mm -hmm. the same thing with Jade. Who's the one to take her down, finally? Right. Um, That should be interesting. Now, Chelsea Green, I know when you were talking, this was kind of... I'm going tongue-in-cheek here a little bit, a little kayfabe for you guys. Okay. What? How despicable is it that Matt Cardona used his flex to force his woman to get a championship match? Respect. A little little, bit of rub, a little bit of rub. He was like, "I'm not appearing unless she gets a title shot too." That's kind of swag, though. And you pull this tag team from the cup. Mm-hmm. I need this team pulled out, and I absolutely love how they set that up. Um, when it comes to this women's championship, and by the way, if people don't know, I think Chelsea Green got hurt on that Impact show. Yeah, she did. Unfortunately, but I'm sure she's still going to try to perform here. But but it could. But I'm, it gonna, I'm glad you brought that up because
0: that could have a bearing on who wins.
1: You know how casts used to work yes. in, in our day in wrestling. Right. Someone gets dumped with that. Yeah. And in this situation, oh man, I'm making this worse for myself. Camille doesn't have to be pinned to lose. The and
0: beauty she... of a triple threat. or oh, excuse me, a, a three-way dance. Um.
1: Oh man, I don't know who I want to pick here. You know what? I'm going to be safe. You no, know no. I'm going to live on the wild side. Because I picked all the champions to retain. I'm going to say Chelsea Green wins and becomes the new nwa women's champion but she's going to pin kylie ray and maybe this will begin camille's uh new new way to get back towards the belt
0: i just went on a five minute diatribe about kylie ray and i talked about how she's lost her steam i talked about how she was one of the hottest females in the industry about two and a half three years ago and that has dimmed. That light has dimmed. That fire has cooled off. What if Kylie Ray shocks the world and becomes a new NWA champion? What if she walks out with the with the belt and reestablishes herself as a player in this industry? That's what I th- I think. For all the stuff I was just talking about with Kylie Ray, and I meant it all respectfully because I don't look, I don't want her to be in the position she's in. I want her to be better, and I want her to get back where she was. And I think. On Sunday night, Kylie Ray wins the title. I think Kylie Ray walks out as champion.
1: I think it's even crazier that n- n- neither of us pick Camille. Like I'm surprised. Right, I'm surprised. Camille <laughs> is dominant the way we just talked but about. But I also,
0: her. I we're on the same page though because I also don't think that the winner is gonna pin gonna pin Camille. I think Camille's gonna lose by not being involved in. the decision. Okay. Yeah, there's no way her shoulders are gonna be down to the mat. And by the way, anybody who might be listening, who's in power AEW ROE, uh, NWA Camille versus uh Jay Cargo would be the biggest female match, I think, in a long, long time. I'm trying to, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say the word ever, but in a long, long time. So, but I mean, thing. more fantasy booking. But yes, you say green, I say Ray, and we both say that Camille walks out strapless. Oh boy, that's that's big. That's big. Alright, so one of the guys that have been one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, who, a a tremendous fall from grace, and then uh, fall into obscurity, we're talking about Austin Aries. Um, You know, I don't think that he got the proper due that he was supposed to get in WWE. Obviously, he's a tremendously talented performer, had an amazing history in um, Impact, multiple-time X Division champion, multiple-time world champion. You know, the, the title's vacant. It's the NWA... World Junior Heavyweight Championship, a very histi- historically significant championship. Carino, Lockhart, Homicide, and Aries are going for it. Homicide, obviously, is a, a fan, well, I want to say fan favorite, as in like a fan-respected guy from all his years, over 25 years in the business. Amazing. But Austin Aries is back, and he wants his title. What are you thinking?
1: This is tough, man, for who you go with here. Austin Aries has been around for so long, and I've liked Austin Aries since, his first Ring of Honor run, there you go, really, really good. Um, so I'm going to go into two Austin Aries stories here, real quick. Let's do first. it. Let's do it. Personal one. Um, I was at a Ring of Honor house show in Buffalo, and this was right when uh, Brian Danielson. I'm, I'm trying to. I get. I'm trying not to mix up his names now. Daniel Bryan, excuse me, at the time, had just been released by WWE for the tie incident. We'll just, we'll just leave it at uh-huh. that. you want, Google it. So, I know what you're talking there was, about. There was a lot of talk that Vince wasn't mad at him, and he was going to let him just go do some indie stuff, and maybe it's just a cool-down period. We're all sitting there. And the show is about to happen, and then you uh, hear it, and it goes, do 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 and we're like, oh, no, no way is he here. All the fans run to the gate, right yeah. up to the front, have their hands out, they're ready, like, yo, if he's here, I want this dude to slap my hand. And someone comes out with the hoodie on, and they're doing it, and they pull it off, and it's Austin Aries. Wow. I was like, you got me wow. so good, bro. That is good. And, and I was like, well done, well done. So Aries knows how to be a great heel, and he was one of my favorites. One of my favorite title matches in TNA history is when he did option C for the first time Mm -hmm. against Robert Roode, who I thought was another great champion. Austin Aries deserves more respect than he gets. I think people let the personal stuff that he says get in the way, I'm looking at the guy just from a wrestling standpoint. The guy is incredible. Agreed. He's really, really good. Very talented. And I don't think he gets his uh, just due.
0: I, I just... I, I think I hold a little bit of a grudge for what he did to um, to Morrison at, at Bound for Glory. That's all kind of... You
1: know? And, and that's... I don't know, man. They worked themselves to a shoot there, brother. Yeah. Like, if you hear yeah. Austin Aries' side of it, I don't know if you've ever listened to it. Yeah. But it's like, well, I don't know what happened or right. what it's, they were it's, trying it's, to do. Yeah, different opinions. So... Weird thing with wrestling. Um, As far as this goes, um, I like Aries. Aries has been around a long time. I think Aries is just here to wrestle, do his thing. Is he someone you could go with? 100%. I don't think this is the story right now for Austin Aries. He's great, but I don't think you need to uh, use this for this. I think you go with Colby Karina for the win. I think Colby is the future of the business. He is uh, the son of Steve Carino, for mm-hmm. those who don't know. And I think that this kid has a tremendous story, too, with his uh, bouts that, of things he was dealing with. I'll let people Google it because I don't want to bring it up on here. Yeah, that's all. What he's dealt with. Mm-hmm. But this kid's got a tremendous story, and he's been looking great, and I think he's got a tremendous upside. So that is my pick for who I think wins this. But I think this is going to be a fantastic match.
0: I, I think I think your, your pick with, with Carino is a smart pick. I just think that where I'm going with, with Sunday night is. NWA needs headlines. NWA needs major um, major uh, rifts in their, in their figurative ocean. And I think that the only way you make that kind of impact, no pun intended, is by having Austin Aries win that match. I think Austin Aries walking out as the junior heavyweight champion adds more luster to the title. I think it leads to more main events. And I think it also could lead to unification unification matches down the line.
1: Yeah, and also shout out to Darius Lockhart too. I don't know if anyone's ever oh, yeah, um, no doubt. seen his work everywhere, but dude is tremendous. Like I would recommend you look it up. I even like the character that he portrays; it's very well done.
0: Agreed, agreed. They're, they're all it's, it's it's a stacked lineup, and I think this four way is going to lead up to all. It's going to lead to a very um, exciting match. I just think that, that Ares gets the gets to do just because he's Aries. I think Homicide's a legendary figure. I don't think he needs a title at this stage in his career. I think Austin Aries has another run in him, and I think he's a gold around his waist. And like I said, and I mean this genuinely, I think it's going to lead to a unification match down the line.
1: Yeah, and shout out to Homicide
0: too. No doubt, no doubt. We got a chance to meet him one time. Really cool. Really cool. Really, really. LAX was my favorite tag teams ever. Like I swear, just like, crazy. Really. Uh, you know, I'm just definitely looking forward to um, definitely looking forward to this match. So check this out. Now we're looking at the main event, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, to ten pounds of gold. Um, the Worlds with an S, let's call it the World's Heavyweight Championship. Um I, I just wanna I wanna digress for a minute. Um the NWA world title is so significant and I, I think that with the new um uh, well it's not new anymore, but with the the big gold belt, which by the way is one of the, the most iconic belt in the history of the business in my opinion, but it overshadowed the NWA world title and its original design. And I just can't help but think about, you know, Ric Flair and Harley Race and, and 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 those guys who wore that belt so proudly. And then more recently, people like Nick Aldis, people like Cody Rhodes, who, who wore that belt proudly in the new era to restore its luster and restore its significance in the wrestling community. I think the NWA should be applauded. I think the NWA should be revered for its appreciation for history. And I think the NWA World Heavyweight Championship Obviously, probably third or fourth tier down the line of most significant titles in the industry right now, but historically could be number one, maybe behind or maybe one a behind WWE title, and, and and with all the stuff that's going on in WWE right now, where they have made the Universal title more significant than the WWE title, which by the way is the reason why I think they're unifying those belts because I think they're trying to make that switch and get the WWE title back to prominence where it should have been all along. But I digress. Um, the NWA titles never, I mean, to me, even the Ken Shamrock R-Truth days or Ron Killing days, I still respect that. I still respect those title reigns. I I respect the eight when AJ Styles wore the title, when Jeff Jarrett wore the title. I feel like the title meant something and it still does. And I want to give a big shout out to Nick Aldis for being, in my opinion, the greatest modern day NWA champion of all time. You know, of the last twenty years or fifteen years, he's been the greatest NWA champion. And now Matt Cardona has ascended to that to that throne all because of the hard work he's put outside of being released from WWE, outside of all the Zack Ryder woo stuff. He's he's overcome it. He's become a household name on his own, on his own merit. And NWA's recognized that, and he's walking around with the same belt that Ric Flair and Harley Race wore around his waist, and he deserves it. So I just set the stage for you, bro. Nick Aldis, the man who I consider to be the greatest modern-day NWA champion of all time, going up against Matt Cardona, maybe the most deserving NWA champion of the modern era, who walks out with the belt. Was that a good setup? Pretty good, huh? It was. It was. <laughs> there, we even mentioned the guest referee. Well, you, I please take the reins on that because uh he is in that he is the special the former champ is the referee.
1: I can, I can hear my world right now. <laughs> when you used to hear that on a TNA pay-per-view, you knew doom was coming. And <laughs> shout out shout the out to
0: Six Pack. Respect yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Nobody gets on my bed I'm not a Jeff Jarrett fan, but he should be recognized for his contributions.
1: Kyron Kyron's laughing somewhere right now. I know now. He is, I already know. He is. But Jeff Jarrett is going to play a factor into this, oh, yeah. and it makes me wonder what you're going to do with this. I feel like the end game is Nick Aldis has to become the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. I need you to break that down about why he has to be. He is the face of the NWA. Okay. He is the guy who has represented the NWA I feel that the NWA doesn't have contracts for guys. I feel like it's on a a pay-per- Pay-per-service. Like pay-per-appearance. Pay-per-service, right. Yeah, and you get to come in. But I think Nick Aldis has a contract. Nick Aldis is who I want to represent this championship, and he is who I want to represent this brand. He always talks about NWA. Anywhere he went, the 10 pounds of gold went, and he will talk about it until he is blue in the face to let you know why they are the best professional wrestling in the world he's someone who you want to represent your company now cardona is i'm going to use your term he's the hottest heel on the indies right now you want this dude in your company impact has him nwa has him if you can get him i would say get him let this I've never seen fans get so upset at a GCW show. Oh, man. Then when Matt Cardona won Woo. that title and threatened, he called them the GCW universe. They got so angry, and they started throwing beer bottles at this man. And then he threatened Amazing. to make the belt a spinner belt. Amazing. Why, why would you do that? No,
0: you're, saying, you're, you're you're an educated guy, brother. You know exactly why oh, he did you, it. was brilliant.
1: Oh, you know. Brilliant. But, but to talk to those people, those are the wrong Yeah, that's true. You're there. right about that. He was rolling a hey. dice because <laughs> they'll wait for you in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Cardona is so smart, and I just don't think you take the the title off of him. Now, I think Aldous will have it won, and I think Jeff Jarrett pulls the old uh, whoopsie whoop. I think Jeff Jarrett gets a little jealous, and that gives Jarrett a program to work before this, Now Aldis will say, okay, I got to get you Jeff Jarrett before I can get my title back, I see. And that leads to a match between them.
0: Jeff Jarrett will obviously play a factor. Um, I agree with you. I just don't want it to be in Nick Aldis's favor because I want Nick Aldis to not be on the side of Jeff Jarrett. That's just for selfish reasons. I feel like Nick Aldis needing Jeff Jarrett or leaning on Jeff Jarrett in any way, shape, or form will take away to what I think we both were talking about, which is Nick Aldis being the, mo- the greatest modern-day NWA champion of all time. If Jeff Jarrett's going to help, it's going to be Matt Cardona. I'm hoping maybe he helps Matt Cardona and maybe it's still not enough. That's kind of my hope as well. Maybe Aldous can overcome it all. Um, I, I just... By the way, my, my prediction is Matt Cardona. Uh, I say that a little bit sadly. Um, but I want Nick Aldis to win because I, I swear, like, Nick Aldis has, has... His NWA run, Conrad, has really brought back what a true world champion is supposed to be like this guy walks it talks it dresses it i mean this guy is the real deal and and for me you need nick aldis as the nwa champion you need I, and, I, and i'm going against what i'm saying because i'm saying you know Cardona's going to win but eventually that thing has to come back but for the sake of this podcast and for the sake of everybody here on Hubbard Wrestling Weekly and everybody preparing to watch the pay-per-view tomorrow night and Sunday night on Fight TV, Matt Cardona wins. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. It's it's so difficult because both guys are so deserving for different reasons. It's like I cheer for Matt Cardona because I know what he went through in WWE. I cheer for Nick Aldis because Nick Aldis put the entire company on his back. But the Jeff Jarrett factor, that's the key.
1: Yes, and I think NWA is in a similar position here. I think you want Cardona still to look credible, mm-hmm. but I think the long-term end game is Nick Aldis gets the championship back. Okay. But he's going to have to climb as a babyface to do it. Right? Whether that's going through maybe some of his friends, maybe he's got to go through some of the legends that are legends in this business, uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, um, whoever. Maybe he's got to go through Tyrus one week right. on NWA television. He's going to have to do the climb, and I think that's where the money is. Maybe you could do a cage match. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen one of those in NWA. NWA's been very um, – I don't want to use the word stingy. They've been very thought-heavy on how they plan their feuds and Good what word. they're doing.
0: Good word. I they, agree.
1: They, they've done the right things, and they don't waste uh, storylines or opportunities on things. They, they wait until it's the right moment. Okay, strike now okay, we can get Ric Flair to promote, strike now. This is right. what we're going to do. Facts. And, and they, they know what they're doing with this. And I just want them to get on an upswing here and hopefully get some of their fans back, uh, get people in that studio again, and just get this thing popping, man. Because I was loving NWA in the very, very beginning. And I think there's a lot to talk about. We just got to get people watching. That's Agreed. it. You gotta give it a chance. Agree. Put down your money. Go to fight.tv, man, and let
0: them know. There you Put go. There you go. That's what it's all about. You know, for me, I'm so old school. I'm still a believer that they should let the WWE should bring back the carts to bring the guys to the ring. Like that's how old school I am. Like I, I love the NWA model. You know what I'm trying to say? I love it, and that's and I wish more people. And I can tell by the way you're nodding your head. We've talked about this off the air. You love it too, but so many people don't. So many people don't love. The, the old school. They they need the pyrotechnics and the lasers and the the the, the hula hoops and the jumping around and the... No, it's pro-wrestling. For, for the love of
1: God, pro-wrestling. That's what I love. And, and I love that's Ben Cardona's gimmick, too, is that he's against it. He's like, I'm the guy who's going to bring the music. Like, when I come on, I want my music to come on. Right. And he's bringing that... WWE as right, but of like he's doing no, but no doubt,
0: but he's doing that to antagonize, which is exactly what a heel should do, a la Cactus Jack back in ECW.
1: Correct, and that's a great way to get heat because he's playing off of feelings that he knows that we have. We care about lineage, we care about history, and he knows that irks people so badly. So he's going on the top wrestling podcast and radio shows, just poking, just poking <laughs> a little bit at people just to see what catches fire and what makes people mad. Cardona's been a great deal. So just to review, um, we're going to
0: go back a little bit, just to review the Crockett Cup tournament that's going to take place tomorrow night on pay-per-view, Fight TV. We're, pre- we're both predicting the Briscoes to win, but we'll, uh, you know, Conrad's gone out on a limb to say that FTR's going to make a special appearance, which I would not be mad if that were to happen. Um, uh, the t- Women's Tag Team Championship match, we both believe that the Hex are going to retain. Uh, the NWA National Championship. I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking. Uh, Dane and uh, Conrad is picking Mayweather. Uh, Rodney Mac versus Tyrus for the World TV Championship. We both have picked Tyrus to retain. Um, Chelsea Green, Kylie Ray, and Camille. We both crazily have decided that Camille's gonna lose not by pinfall or submission, but by the other two pinning the other. I'm saying Kylie Ray. Conrad is saying Chelsea Green. Austin Aries, Homicide, Darius Lockhart, and Colby, uh, and Colby Carino. Uh, Mr. EPW is picking uh, Carino, and Hover Wrestling Weekly is picking Aries. And Matt Cardona, we both predict, will walk out, reluctantly walk out the NWA heavyweight champion. Worlds, uh, with, a, with, a, with an S, Worlds Heavyweight Championship, though we both believe that Nick Aldis is the undisputed face of uh, the NWA conrad it's wrestlemania season it's crockett cup season it's 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 revolution season you know it's been a couple of days since revolution what do you what are you feeling about pro wrestling in 2022 man um
1: right now i think pro wrestling is as hot as it's ever been i tell people this all the time now ever since AEW started up i regret picking the name everything pro wrestling it was good when i first started it in 2016 2015 it is rough. Now, if you try to cover, my plan was to cover every single thing in pro wrestling okay. because back then we only had WWE. Ah. It wasn't too much. Now, whew, I'm like, I can't do all this. Like, I can't Fair do enough. WWE, AEW. Enough. I'll be watching wrestling forever. My my eyes will can't take it. But I think it's good to have options. It feels good to have options. Uh, I'm not enthralled with everything happening with WWE at the moment. There's a lot of reasons for that. But um, I also think AEW is doing some really good stuff. But I also we got Ring of Honor. Possibly we don't know what's gonna happen right. with that. But right. there's tape. And don't forget about New tape. Japan. I, I love, dude. I have a New Japan match I need to watch. It's uh, the Shingo Ishii match. Okay, nice. That's on my hit list to nice. watch. Um, but there's a lot of good things out there, and I think there's wrestling for everybody for all the people who complain about certain things. Um, I've listened to like old school fans saying like, oh, I hate all the flippy stuff. I recommend you watch NWA. Right. I think that'll be for you. I have some people that are like, yeah, I really don't like the mainstream stuff. I'm like, go to an indie show. I would recommend you watch Impact if you want to see it on your television screen. Impact's on YouTube, 99 cents a month. You can watch their shows every week. Okay, you can talk with people about it. If you want to get into uh, something that's not WWE, AEW's for you. If you want something that's got the glitz, the glamour, celebrities, WWE's the product you should be wanting to watch. There's something for everyone, you just have to find it. And I didn't mention AAA, CMLL. Right. There's a lot of things for people to watch and um, you just have to go out there and find it.
0: I agree wrestling is is hot again. Um I just I just want it to be wrestling. I, I'm not really a big fan of sports I love the bloodline in WWE. I, I still say that the bloodline is the number one um, storyline in the in the in the WWE right now. Unfortunately, the only storyline to me in the WWE right now. Um, you're having Brock versus Roman seventy-seven this year at WrestleMania. Um, the title for title yeah. aspect does make it a little better. Okay, they had to do something, so they made it title for title. I think as I said earlier and I've had this conversation with you guys before that finally I think the WWE championship is going to reclaim its spot as a number 1 title in the business. I want it to be this seamless transition where Roman Reigns wins or if he wins or Brock Lesnar wins whoever wins and the WWE title takes precedent. That's what I feel. Um you know tomorrow night and Saturday night and Sunday night on Fight TV for the Crockett Cup for NWA, I want the NWA title to you to be what it's been over the past four or five years, a rejuvenated reminder of history. Wow, I just came up with that. I like that. A rejuvenated reminder of history. That's what I want it to be, and that's what it will be uh, on Fight TV tomorrow night and going into Sunday. Conrad, as always, I appreciate you, my brother. Please let the world know each and every—your accolades are limitless, Um, but um, do your best to tell the people where they can find you and what you're up to.
1: Uh, you guys can find me on all social media platforms, TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you guys go, More the, the usual places. At EPW Show is usually the handle, or you can type in Everything Pro Wrestling and find me. And on YouTube, type in Everything Pro Wrestling. We do still have the weekly Dynamite reviews. We've been getting some more video game stuff in. And uh, I've been trying to mix it up a little bit with some audio podcasts as well. So sometimes there may be an audio exclusive. Sometimes it's on YouTube. Sometimes it's on both. You got to always be tuned in to everything we got going on over here. So that way you don't miss a second of what That's we're right. talking about. Right. But it's all controlled by the people, by the fans, for the fans. So um, I'm hoping to get you on soon, maybe for a little WrestleMania talk. Hopefully we can get a couple people on and get a little ready, round ready. going and discuss it.
0: I'm ready when you are, brother. Okay. So, um, yes, Uh, once again, I want to give a big shout-out to Promise Path Nuptials. Um, For all those uh, lovers out there getting ready for their wedding season, uh, make sure that you go to Promise Path Nuptials. They have everything you need from premarital counseling all the way through all the the hoopla that comes with a wedding ceremony. Ebony, the CEO and founder of that organization, has you covered. Hascrea.com because we love tech. Big shout-out to them for all your web development and web platform needs. Obviously, Fight TV, where you can find the Crockett Cup tomorrow night and Sunday night, exclusively on Fight TV. This is a Fight TV exclusive, so make sure you check that out. Obviously, the NWA is doing some big things with uh, Fight TV, and they have the exclusive rights to this particular pay-per-view. Shout out to Joel and the entire staff over there. So, with that being said, big shout out to my family. I know you guys are watching. Big shout out to uh, my friends. You know, uh, Winter and and oh my goodness. Valerie and Shara, big shout-out to, um, you know, my family, you know, Hubbard, Walker, the whole nine yards, Bailey, everybody out there. I appreciate you guys so much. Big shout-out to the six-pack which me and Conrad are a part of. um, You know what I'm saying? It's it's a blessing, man. Um, This wrestling community um, has brought about some wonderful things, and I'm really proud to be a part of it. So, with that being said, you have reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling combat sport podcast anywhere in the world. We're changing the game and we're making a name for ourselves right here on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Always remember, evil never prevails. He's Conrad. I'm Sean. We'll talk to you next time.